Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church related. And on today, this will be the second half of A Divine Revelation of Hell, written by Mary Kay Baxter. Now, we talked about hell, and we know that hell is in the form of a human body. We talked about how hell is considered a female um, gender. We talked about the left side of uh, left leg of hell, where Mary Kay began to see pits and pits as far as the eye can see of lost souls being burned with fire. We talked about the right leg of hell where Mary Kay began to see demons of all sizes and shapes and we begin to experience um, what she began to hear uh, the demons uh, the orders of the demons to go out and to do many evil works and to um, lie and mislead and break up homes and families we begin to read all that in the first part of a divine revelation of hell and Mary Kay also began to see different souls as they begin to speak with Jesus and how they asked Jesus to let them out of hell and how Jesus began to let them know that they had many chances while they were on earth while they were alive they had many chances to turn from their wicked deeds they had many chances to repent of their sins and they made a choice not to do so so when they died they lift up their eyes in hell and once you lift up your eyes in hell there is there is no chance of getting out you you are done deal you will be there throughout eternity and so now we're going to talk go ahead and talk about the other parts of the body that Jesus began to show Mary Kay in hell and Jesus began to take Mary Kay to the belly of hell. Oh my goodness. Went through the two legs. Now they're coming up to the belly. Now the belly of hell is basically called the cell block. And the cell block is in a circle-like formation. And Mary Kay began to let us know that the cells are at least 17 miles high. And the cells housed the souls that participated in witchcraft or the occult. Now, I always heard about how there are certain areas in hell for certain sins, if you will. But I see, according to Mary Kay's book, what, what she experienced, yes, there are different areas in hell for different uh, sins, if you will. And so in the belly of hell, it housed those that participated in witchcraft or the occult. There were sorcerers, mediums, drug dealers, idol worshipers, evil people with familiar spirits. They were all found in the cell block. Now, these are the souls that worked great abominations against God. So there was a special place for them. They worked great abominations against God. I want to say that again. These are souls that worked great abominations 
the greatest, the greatest of them all. They worked the greatest abominations against God. So that, that lets me know that um, this, these are sins that God detests. These are sins that God hates the most because they are the greatest abominations against God. Now, Mary Kay began to let us know that many have been in hell, in this area, in the cell block for hundreds of years. Why? Because they would not repent and they deceived many people along the way. Hundreds of years. Now, in the first part, the first part of uh, Not Hill, we talked about a man who had been dead for 40 years. And he began to tell Jesus, haven't I, you know, been tormented enough for my sins? But here we find out that these people in the cell block or these souls, I should say, in the cell block have been there for hundreds of years. Can you imagine throughout eternity, we've been taught throughout eternity. Once you go to hell, it's throughout eternity. You will be there tormented forever. And these people or these souls have been there for hundreds of years. And let me give you an example that was given in the book. There was this one lady that Satan had deceived. She had worked evil for Satan for many years and she had deceived many. And Satan told her, he lied to her, that he would she would receive her own kingdom as reward for serving him now i'm taking my time because i want you to really listen to this really listen to this example satan deceived this woman to work evil for him by telling her she would receive a kingdom of her own as a reward for serving him, that she would receive a kingdom of her own as a reward for serving him, and that she would never die. Well, guess what? Apparently she died because she lifted her eyes up in heaven. Now, even though she died and went to hell, she asked Satan for her kingdom. You know, she had did all this evil, all these evil deeds and worked evil works for him. And he promised her that she was going to get a kingdom. Now that she's dead and she's in hell, she wants her kingdom. Guess what Satan did? He laughed in her face. This is according to Mary Kay, a divine revelation of hell. She said, Satan laughed in her face. And what did Satan say to her? Did you think I would divide my kingdom with you? Are you kidding me? You think I'm going to divide my kingdom with you? <laughs> a lowly human? And I am an angelic being? 
These are my words now. These are my words. A lowly human, and I am an angelic being. If Satan came up against God himself, his creator, because of pride, and because he wanted to be worshipped and exalted, do you think that he is going to share his kingdom with a lowly human? I look at that statement myself and say, are you kidding me? You fell for that? We know that Satan is a liar. The scripture tells us that. And what else did he do? He locked her in a cell and he tormented her day and night. He laughed in her face. He told her, did you think I would divide my kingdom with you? And then he locked her in a cell and let his demons torment her day and night. Satan is a liar. He lied to her. He lied to her to get her to do the things that he wanted her to do. Just like he do today, he sent out his demons to lie to the people, to lie to the people of God, to get us to uh, turn away from God, to not, to not believe and stand on the word of God. He lied to those that have not given their life over to God. He lied to them. His demons lie to them to, to make them not give their lives to God, to make them think just like he did in the book of Genesis, uh, in the days of Adam and Eve. He lied to Eve. He said that you would be like gods, but but being like gods and then you get in, you find your, you lift your eyes in hell. And what does he do? He laughs in your face and say, are you think I'm going to give you a kingdom? Are you are you you going you think you're going to be a god? No. Go to that cell and let my demons torment you day and night. That's that's he lied. And the Bible tells us he is the father of lies. You can read in St. John 8 and 14. And this is basically clause B. Again, that's St. John 8 and 14. And the Bible began to tell us when he speaketh or when he speaks, when the words come out of his mouth, he speaketh a lie. He speaketh of his own. He says whatever he wants to say. Remember, this is Lucifer. This is Satan. This was the most beautiful angel there was. And he came against God. And not only God, but he, he deceived a third of the angels. A third of the angelic host followed him. He lied to them. The Bible says when he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. And it says, for he is a liar and the father of it. He is the father of lies. That means he created lying. Satan created lying. So don't ever think what he is telling you or what his demons are is tell uh, whatever they are telling you whatever form however many never think that what they're saying is the truth it is a lie that's all that they know how to do is lie why because they want you to go to hell they want us to go to hell they want us to turn away from God they want us never to 
rely on God. They don't want us to go to heaven. They want us to go to hell and live there throughout eternity until they're cast in the lake of fire, just like they're going to be. Basically, they don't want to go by themselves or basically they don't want God because God loves us. Satan hates everything that God loves because why? He was once loved by God. If you want to look at it like this, we took his place and he hates us for that. So he does not want us to be with the father. Why? Because the father loves us. And why? Because he will spin out eternity in the lake of fire. Praise God. Mary also began to say that the cells seem to be endless. Endless cells. Many, many, many as far as the eye could see. Cells and cells and cells and cells and cells of single souls filled with single souls in each cell. And all she could hear was moans and wails and sighs and groans that came from these cells being tormented day and night. And when the cells are filled, she began to say, hell enlarged itself to receive more souls. This is in the book, but we can look in the Holy Scripture. We can look in Isaiah Chapter 5 and verse 14. The Bible tells us that hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. So in order to continue to receive souls, hell enlarges herself. She opens her mouth and she grows bigger and bigger and bigger. More empty cells are, are, are placed or are constructed so that those lost souls will have a place to go. Hell enlarges itself to receive more souls. A divine revelation of hell. My God, I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to hell. Mary Kay began to tell us that Satan and his demons laughed as they went from cell to cell, torturing the lost with fire. Can you imagine you caught up in a cell and Satan and his demons just going from cell to cell, torturing and tormenting, tormenting and, and, and laughing, laughing because you fell and believed his lies. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I can imagine it. But I tell you one thing, I'm doing everything in my ability not to go there. Yeah, he may laugh at me on this earth, but honey, let me tell you, I'm doing everything in my ability to go to heaven. Yeah, I may sin. The Bible tells us that every man has sinned and come short of the glory of God. But all we have to do is repent. On We have to repent. Ask God for forgiveness. We have to renounce the things that we've done. We have to close the doors that we open so Satan and his demons can come in. And we have to live for the Lord. We have to trust in him that he's going to supply every need from his riches and glory. We have to trust the word of God that he says that 
we have all power we have power to tread over serpents and scorpions and we have all power over all power of the enemy and nothing shall harm us we have to believe these things and we have to live for him we have to look unto him that we may live praise god and 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 not go to this place not end up in hell jesus said because satan he feeds on evil he glories in pain and suffering and not only that he gains power from it so throughout our pain and suffering he gets power he gains power that's why he want to keep us uh uh in pain and that's why he want to keep us in suffering and keep us confused about uh, living for the Lord. He wants to keep us this way because he gains power from it. But I don't know about you today. I refuse. Praise God. I refuse to give him any power. I refuse to let him gain any power from my life. Let him gain power and I go to hell and be tormented for the rest of my life. I don't think so. Gain power and believe his lies that I'm going to have a kingdom. I don't think so. He is the father of lies. We have to remember that everything that comes out of Satan's mouth, everything that comes out of his cohort's mouth, everything that comes out of his representative's mouth is a lie. We have to believe that. Why? Because he is the father of lies. Why would they tell us the truth? Why will the devil tell you the truth? Why will his demons tell you the truth? Why would his cohorts tell you the truth? Why will his representatives tell you the truth? The Bible says you are as your father. Let's, I'm going to read the first part of that scripture. St. John the 8th chapter and verse 44. We just read. I went over the, uh, the second part, but I'm going to start from the first part and read 2 John 8, chapter, verse 44. Jesus began to say, Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. Now, Jesus is saying that. So why would his representatives and his cohorts, cohorts tell us the truth? Jesus said, you are as your father, the devil, and the lust of your father, you will do. In other words, you will do the will of your father because you are of your father. Jesus began to say he was a murderer from the beginning. He came to kill, steal, and destroy, as the Bible tells us. He said... Satan was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. He didn't dwell in the truth. He never told the truth. And he, Jesus began to say, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of him, his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. Therefore, that lets us know that the representatives of Satan, they don't tell the truth. Why? Because they are of their father. They do the things of their father. They do the will of their father. And who? Their father is the creator of lies. So why would we believe them? Praise God. I'm going to try to get done with this, but it appears that I'm not going to make it. We're going to go to the heart of hell. After 
they uh, journeyed through the belly of hell, Jesus began to take her to the heart of hell. Now we know that hell is like in the form of a body. So there is a heart. And Mary Kay began to tell us that the heart is the blackest of the blacks. The heart is the blackest of the blacks. Darkness, darkness, evil, wickedness. It is the blackest of the black and it has arteries just like a regular heart. And these arteries are like pipelines that go up throughout the earth to spill out evil. The blackest of the blacks with arteries that go up throughout the earth to spill out evil. She began to tell us that the heart contracts and expands. It breathes out offensive odors. It breathes out evil. This is the heart of hell. And an evil force fill surrounds it. Therefore, it's not like, just like our heart, a natural heart, we have a psyche. Our heart is encased in a psyche. And just like our human heart is encased in a psyche, the heart of hell is encased in a force field. It's surrounded by a force field, according to Mary Kay Baxter, a divine revelation of hell. It also tells, she also tells us that the cells, the heart has cells embedded inside the walls. So even the heart, my God, my God, has a place for the lost souls to live throughout eternity. Cells are embedded inside the walls of the heart of hell for lost souls to be captured. And Mary Kay tells us that it appears, according to her, that the throne of Satan is located in the heart of hell. I say that again. According to Mary Kay, it appears that the throne of Satan is located in that evil heart. Now, when you think about it, no wonder that uh, there's an evil force field surrounding that heart. If his, his, his quote unquote throne is located in the heart. I don't know about you, but I do not want to go to hell in any fashion. Now, they journeyed to the right arm of hell. And these things are for the end times. Jesus began to tell Mary Kay, the things that are in the right arm are for the end times, are for the end of days. Mary Kay began to say she saw a large river that was filled with blood and fire and that river was flowing. And inside the river, she saw many souls chained one to another. And the weight of the chains dragged the souls under the fire. Basically, it's a river of fire and blood. Now, these are the souls of the ungodly and the unbelievers, the lovers of their own flesh more than the lovers of God. Jesus began to tell Mary Kay that they are men. They were men that loved men and women that loved women. 
who would not repent and be saved of their sins. In this part of hell, these were men who loved men and women who loved women. They were chained to each other and they were in a river of fire and blood. Chained to each other. Think about that. They were chained to each other. Men loving men and women loving women. This is the part of hell that they were found in. They were found in the right arm of hell. The lake of fire nearly filled the entire right arm. So this lake basically filled the entire right arm of hell. So many there were that was there. Can you imagine? Chain after chain, they were linked together. Jesus said these desired the flesh of their own kind, which is an abomination against God. They desired the flesh of their own kind. Mary Kay began to tell us that the mother of abomination was there. She began to see a lady. And she was called the mother of abomination. She has seven heads and ten horns. You can, you can read about that in the book of Daniel if you like. It's in the book of Daniel. Daniel spoke about the seven heads and the ten horns. These are nations. The mother of abomination was there in the right arm. And Mary Kay began to tell us, in her, in the mother of abomination, was found the blood of the prophets, the saints, and all that were slain upon the earth. The mother of abomination was found in the right arm. Also in the right arm, Jesus began to show her the entrance to the bottomless pit. You can find scripture about the bottomless pit in the book of Revelations. Just look up bottomless pit and you will find it in the book of Revelations. And the entrance of this bottomless pit according to Mary Kay, was a large door with a large chain and bolts. It was bolted with large locks. And the flames from the bottomless pit raged from the door. Jesus didn't take her in there and if, 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 if I were her, I wouldn't want to go in there either. I wouldn't want to see that myself. So the bottomless pit is in the right arm of hell. Look it up. It's in Revelations, the book of Revelations. You will find scripture talking about the bottomless pit. Now, we're going to go over to the left arm. And Mary saw many visions in the left arm, but Jesus began to tell her, that these things you are not allowed to tell. These visions are for the end time when many of the people of God will fall away and be lost. So Mary did not reveal in her book 
what was in the left arm of hell. I can imagine it's, it's, it's according to the end times. We can read in the book of Matthew. Jesus began to give us a little breakdown of what was going to go on in the last and evil days. And most likely I'll uh, do a podcast concerning the end time. But we're going to go to the center of hell and we're gonna, I'm going to try to wrap this up. The center, back to the center of hell, Jesus took Mary back to the cell circle or the cell units. Uh, and for instance, a one person that they began to see was a beautiful woman. She was beautiful. And over her cell were the letters B, C. So this let Mary Kay know that this lady had been there before Christ was born. She had been in hell since before Christ himself was born. Jesus began to talk to her because she began to ask Jesus to let her out. And Jesus began to talk to her and tell her, you know, Moses gave you the law. Back in the days of Moses, she was alive. But you didn't obey the law. This is, this is what Jesus told her. Moses gave you the law, but you didn't obey the law. She was a soothsayer and she taught others the evils of witchcraft. And she wanted to be out, but Jesus said, no, you didn't repent of your sins. You didn't obey the word of God. God said in the Old Testament, suffer witch not to live. God hate. It's an abomination we read before that is the greatest abomination, one of the greatest abominations against God. And if you read the book of Enoch, you will find out where all of this come from. In the book of Enoch, the angels, the fallen angels are the ones who taught man these things. So I can imagine why it's such a great an abomination against God. In another cell, it contained a blind man who was, an, who, was an, who was a sorcerer, and he deceived many. And then in another cell, there was a man who lied and blasphemed the Holy Spirit. So he, he the Bible tells us, you know, there's only one sin, one sin that you cannot get forgiveness for. And that sin is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. In other words, if you say the things of the Holy Spirit is not the things of the Holy Spirit, or if you say the things of the Holy Spirit are evil or wicked, if you blaspheme the Holy Spirit, there is no forgiveness for that. And this man blasphemed the Holy Spirit. So I'm not surprised that he is in hell. But here are found believers who did not repent and those who love their deeds more than God. Here are found idolaters, worshipers of false God. And Jesus said, many are in hell because of witchcraft, the occult. They worship other gods. They were disobedient. They had unbelief. They were drunkards. They were filthy Filthiness of the flesh, you know, love men loving men, women loving women. 
and things of that nature. And Jesus showed Mary a vision of the heavens where she saw evil spirits circling, which turned into witches and sorcerers and the sorcerers joined in. They all were casting spells on various people. But even though she saw this, what the evilness and the wickedness that was going on in the heavens, Jesus began to say, but the people of God began to pray. As the Christians prayed, the word of God came against the evil spirits and they began to lose ground. They lost their hold and evil spells were broken. So those who were weakened by the wickedness of this evil, they gained strength. So that's to say, as the saints prayed with one voice, the angels entered into the battle. And Mary saw rows and rows of angels as the people believed God, the angels advanced. So that lets us know when the people of God pray and they believe the evil forces were destroyed or will be destroyed. So we must pray and believe God and we must pray on one accord. We must pray for the same thing. But when there was disbelief, that's when the evil forces gain power and begin to overcome in the battle. Heaven and earth must agree in order to destroy the enemy. Thus, when the people of God pray, the angels are dispatched. They advance and they advance in the battle. So heaven, meaning God, and those of us on earth, we have to agree in the spirit in order to win the battle. Now I encourage you to, pur to purchase the book. Because we are living in the last days. And Jesus is soon to come. You can read in Matthew 25. And you can decide for yourself. If we are living in the last days. And no doubt I will do a podcast. On the last days. Now you don't need a prophet. You can read the word for yourself. And you can decide for yourself. If we are living in the last days or not. And there's much more information in the book that I did not talk about in this podcast. But I want you to get the book if you're interested. Get the book and read it for yourself. As I read in the book, many souls, there were believers who turned away from God. Also many souls who did not hearken to the voice of God. That means they continued in their own way. They were disobedient. They've lifted their eyes in hell as well. So I, I don't know about you, <laughs> but I am not trying to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to make it in. I'm not perfect, but I know how to repent of my sins and I know how to turn from my wicked ways. And the most important section of the book for me is when Jesus explained to Mary the warfare in heaven. He told her that when the saints prayed and not just prayed, but prayed on one accord as a group, the forces of evil lost their hold on the people. They began to lose the battle. And in addition, when the saints prayed in belief and trusted in the word of God, 
the angels were dispatched and they battled against the evil forces. Now, saints, we must pray in faith and we must believe the word of God that he has given us. We must use the sword, which is the word, and Satan and all his cohorts and his representatives must obey the word of God. This is Sister Allie Katz T. We have talked about the book, A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary K. Baxter. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you get the book and read it for yourself. And until next time on Sister Allie Katz T, I will talk to you soon.